Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. And we have a great three hours in store for you. So whatever you're doing, stop what you're doing. Because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. All the old heads know what I'm talking about. Keep it locked right here for the next three hours. Was that a rapper? Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83. Shout out to the late Shock G, Humpty Hump. Yeah, can we you leave that to Shock Hump. G, please? I think he you remember it. the Humpty Hump. I, I did it pretty fresh, I got to admit. No, that wasn't, that, that wasn't, you, were in the, you sound like you were in the Burger King bathroom. Ah. <laughs> Why are you starting off hating, man? Golly, you didn't even say hi. You just started off. Hi, hating. hi, hey. How was Chris. your day today? Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, you had a good day. I don't know. All Maybe good. you did. You must not have had a good day. No, all good. Why? No, when you say it that quickly, all good, all good, all not, good. Because usually you got a story. No, you no, know, no. Today was something, uh, something my booster on. shot day, so I've been kind of chill today. Okay, okay. So I got my booster, and I got uh, what I needed to get done. And You know, my one way. of my daughters got COVID. Is that right? Wow. Probably both of them, to be honest. But they, they went out for a trip to uh, see some friends out of state, and uh, one of them got it, and the, uh, they, they couldn't get tested. Like, they were searching for two, three days. The one was able to get a test, and then the other ones, the next day, couldn't get them. But we assumed that, you know, my other daughter has it because they're together. And uh, probably the friends they're with. But thankfully, mild symptoms, nothing, you know. Nothing major. Yeah, yeah. I just cannot. Not at all. So so I'm almost waiting, Rob. Don't say that. You know, I know. I hate to say it, you know, because so many – People we know have gotten it. I know. And it's just amazing. Some it's hit hard and others very mild. That's the other part is that uh, there are people who are vaccinated who, you know, have had other issues. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Associated with it. That's what you don't know. And that's what we try to tell people. Like you think, oh, it's no big deal if you're not vaccinated. I don't know. Right, I'm not willing to take a chance. Exactly, and, you got to trust. I, I just somebody. figured that we're going if we're going to the be radio road for the Super Bowl, we got to have our booster. Right. So, and that's not that far away. So I was like, let's do it. I'm heading to New York uh, for. Oh, some you're coming time. to New York? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, a couple weeks. Come to New yeah. York. No, we're no, gonna no, get tomorrow. together for some wings. Tomorrow, I think but, you owe me. Some, tomorrow, you're coming. Yeah, yeah, but we're gonna get together. So, I how think, long are you gonna be here? For a week. So okay. I'll be in New York for a week. Um, okay, because so you we'll owe talk me about wings. That. I don't want to owe you wings for what? I don't. Every pigskin pickoff, no, the winner wings. gets wings. Real oh, talk. I'm wait for my wings from the last two years, then. 
All right, so we'll go Dutch. Oh, <laughs> it is not the last two years. Quit throwing that in. It's one. I'm up 2-1, period. One year was incomplete. But anyway, no, but let's I, introduce the Odd Couple crew. We got he's back. Rob, he's back. DJ asked, Alex Tyshirt is here. I asked here. Alex, did he need MapQuest or uh, uh, navigation you. to get to the studio? Because maybe I mean, he my to get gosh. Here. Well, that's it's funny, the, Rob. I actually just used my memory. Thanks very much. Oh, there right. we go. You got know. a you good eat, memory, brother. You well, got he's a good eating all memory. that brain food, right? <laughs> well, every day, yes. Yeah. Right next to DJ Alex Tyson on the ones and the twos, super producer Rob G. And on the updates, our man, Re- Ralph Irvin with the updates. All right, Rob, let's get into it. Uh, Joe Judge, we were talking, I think it was our last segment last night, actually, that Joe Judge, we were surprised that his name was not on the list of well, I didn't the think coaches. he was out of the woods, though. Because no, was, I agree. Right. I, I didn't and think I think I even mentioned, we mentioned it could happen some right. other time this week, and it happened today. And look, the bottom line is this, Rob. I think even if they had not done this today, let's say they went into their GM search and Joe Judge was still standing, you have got to give your next GM the power to move on from Judge if he wants. Because if he if if he doesn't like Judge, and then after a year he gets rid of him because the head you know the owner want him to keep Judge, that sets you back a whole year. But then, right? let me say this. Yeah, th- let me say this. That's what they did in Detroit. They hired Bob Quinn from the Patriots as the GM. He kept Jim Caldwell, Chris, for one year. Remember, they won. They went nine and seven. He right. was saying nine and seven, and and, and, and nine and seven isn't good enough. <laughs> Remember that? It, it, it ain't good enough. Yeah. Then he goes out and hires Matt Patricia, the pencil from New England as well. Mm-hmm. And and I bring this up because this fits in with what we're talking about. And Joe Judge is another one of these Bill Belichick disciples. Can we stop with the disciples? When will people <laughs> learn, Chris? Bill Belichick's coaching tree is dead, is firewood. Come on, guys, stop it. It's like the Sean McVay. Anybody who had a cup of coffee in a sweet roll, they were given a job to. Stop with Bill Belichick's disciples. These guys think they're Bill Belichick. You know, Flores is, un- is under that tree too, Chris, and he had probably the most success well, look, or one of the most success, right, from, uh, from a Bill point, Belichick. I can read you the seven Belichick disciples and how they've done, if you want it. Yeah, I want I it. I know you were mid-rant, because, so I don't want to interrupt you. No, because I'm done with the Belichick stuff. I just, All I, right. If I'm an owner or general manager, and, and stop. You know, like, like they threw out Jim Caldwell, and it was a, a New England front office guy hiring a New England coach, and they're going to bring in all these Patriots, ex-Patriots rejects, and it was a disaster. How many times you got to do really that? It really was a disaster. It was a disaster. From the, from the backwards hat to the pencil, pencil. to everything else. <laughs> to, the, to the press conferences with the media, everything. But here, here's the Belichick coaching three, tree. For those that might think Rob is hating, he's not. This is just fact. Romeo Cronell, 32-63. and 63. One winning season, never made the playoffs. Josh McDaniels, big name. A lot of people love Josh McDaniels. Uh, 11 and 17, 
No winning seasons. And don't forget, Chris, he got busted by the league for recording team signals. You remember that? That's yep. what the he got caught recording team signals in London, and the owner of the Broncos was furious. That's how he wound up right. getting fired. Right, right. Uh, here's another one. Matt Campbell, 13, 29, and 1. Zero winning seasons. Eric Mangini, who we love, but 33 and 47. Two winning seasons. That puts him near the top. A one playoff appearance. Joe Judge, 10 and 23, zero winning seasons. And here are the two most successful. You, you might put Mangini in there. You, we'll see. But the number one, the one guy that really has been successful, and his legacy there was tainted a bit, Bill O'Brien, 52 and 48. That's barely over 500. But five winning seasons in Houston, Rob, and four playoff appearances. No, I mean, and he won he, two he, playoff games. I mean, he, right. I, I, O'Brien was pretty good. He couldn't get him over the hump. No, but he got right? four out of five playoffs. That's what I was talking right. about when people were trashing the Texans. And I was like, dude, they go to the playoffs. Let's not act like they didn't. Yeah, I agree. To, like it, right? To like, act like they were this horrible franchise. Franchise was not fair. I, and I and to be that, honest, I throw Deshaun in that group. Now, I know they got a new regime and O'Brien's gone and he right. doesn't like the new regime. But still, they're not a joke franchise. Exactly. You don't make the playoffs four out of five years with the coach and, and you're a terrible franchise. And then who's the other guy? Flores? Here's the other one, Brian Flores. 24 and 25, which doesn't sound magical. However... His last two seasons, right? Remember, his first, he was there three years. Right. His first season there, they won five games. Everybody thought they were going to tank the whole season, tank for right? Tua, wasn't right. That, the, that was the, it. That was the theme. And he rallies them, and they win five games over the second half of the season. And now you're thinking, okay, this dude is pretty good. And then they, the, the, sec, the last, next two years, including this one, they have winning seasons. He goes 19 and 14 over his last two years. And Rob, he is the first coach in Dolphins history, or it's for the Dolphins, right? Since 2003 to win, uh, to have back to back winning seasons. Think about no, that. It's been a bad So he franchise. didn't get fired right. for his football coaching. No, he got, they, and they the can't get along with him. Now. Exactly. Right. It's the relationships. Didn't get and, along and, with the GM, you know didn't what? get along with Tua. But, but part of that, Chris, too, is he fired a lot of assistants. He was tough to get along with. And Man, that was the thing that, look, GM and, and the coach aren't getting together or getting along. I might say, well, you could pick either side, right? But when you have had four offensive coordinators in four years, and I think two defensive coordinators, then, you know, Rob, it's like, if you get married and divorced four times, it's you. No, nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's I you. you I, I hate one, to say have, it that way. No, but you but, can have one or bad, one or two. You know, yeah, where things don't yeah. go right. In my case, just one, and it'll always right. Be just so we one, don't know. So the ver- the jury's the ver- out. The jury's on you, out on whose me. Whose fault right. it was? I don't know. I'm a great guy. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be married to me? Are you kidding? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, but. Um, <laughs> No, you're right. And and that's what I'm saying. There's too much movement there. Those are people that he hired, Chris, or at least had a hand in hiring. So for him to move away from those people tells that's you that there's right. friction that, yeah. and relationships. Okay? So 
I so think there that's what is. they saw. So I, I think Romeo, I mean, uh, Bill O'Brien, clearly number one on the Belichick tree. You can make an argument for Mangini, Mangenius. Um, he did have two winning seasons and a playoff appearance. Or you can make an argument for Brian Flores because he had the better overall record. But uh, bottom line, Rob, as you said, if you just think, oh, I'm hiring a Bill Belichick disciple. Oh, this guy's been in the trenches with Belichick. Oh, he's been in the meetings. He he knows how Belichick does it. He's going to bring that culture to us. That Patriots way. Yes. Right. Is that part of the problem, though, Rob? Because Belichick, and you know, look, I say he's the GOAT. But, and I've always compared New England under Belichick to Greg Popovich and the San Antonio Spurs in the NBA. I think they're the, the same. All right, and Popovich is a hard-driving coach, not great with the media. Same with Belichick, right? And Popovich would always tell you, Rob, he would thank Tim Duncan for allowing him to coach him because you got an all-time great, your best player, and he's allowing you to yell at him, not really give him superstar treatment, and everybody else has to fall in line. Same thing with Belichick. He had Tom Brady. Brady allowed him to coach him. And even once he became a superstar, and he that made everyone else fall in line when you got this guy who's won all these Super Bowls letting a guy yell at him and coach him hard and all that. But, Rob, you think Popovich will even make the playoffs again? Right. I mean, Duncan's gone. And Pop used to always say, I'm, I'm retiring when he's gone. Maybe he should have because Maybe his Spurs are very But you good. know what? It's hard, to give up Ka- that, it's hard to give up that long paper, man. Right, right. Exactly. You know, it's easier said than done when you're making that kind of money, Chris, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, no oh, doubt. Uh, I'm giving it up. I but do want to give up. He's, look, you can't, you can't mess with Pop's legacy, Rob. No, no. But, but he I'm, ain't helping it. I, I mean, it, I you think know, it's and always, he lost Kawhi. Remember, Kawhi wasn't buying that style. Yeah, Kawhi and that Leonard. was the first and, and, time that there was a break of ranks yeah. uh, with Pop, and you you had to look at it, and the guy was talking about his own personal household. So, so there's something there. Chris, before 877-99 on Fox, I want to throw that out, but I want to give a, perf- uh, a, a quick message because people on Twitter are already like, are you going on vacation for a week? No, I am not. Chris and I will be on the show every day even though I'll be in New York as well, okay? Absolutely. So we'll Absolutely. both be on the show uh, all five days. You should come over to the crib and do it from uh, the studio. Yeah, but you, you got is it? Do I have to bring my own Lysol and wipe everything down? I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. y'all got Actually, COVID yeah, around the no. house. <laughs> that dog might have COVID. Oh, she's not here. No, the <laughs> daughter's not here. No, yeah, she's still out of state. She couldn't travel, you know? Yeah, right. But anyway, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Why does the Belichick coaching tree only seem to produce bad fruit? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we were brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help get you back on the road. For instance, their free AutoZone Fix Finder services. It's got free battery testing and free battery charging. And check this out. They've got over 5,600 locations, folks, in the nation. So you can find them just about anywhere. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Getting the zone. AutoZone. 877-99 on Fox. Why don't Belichick's disciples have anywhere near the success that he does? All right, let's kick it off with Christian in Illinois. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Christian? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, so I want to start off by uh, telling a little bit about myself. I coach junior high baseball, and I am probably the farthest thing away from Bill Belichick when it comes from personality. I am super upbeat. I like to have fun. I like to uh, get a little rowdy sometimes. But Bill Belichick is my favorite coach, and I thought to have success, you had to be like that. So I kind of curbed my personality and acted like Bill Belichick, and those kids saw right through me. You have to be yourself. Yes. And I think there's only one Bill Belichick, and when people under him see his success, they try to emulate him. But there is only one Bill Belichick. Look at his history. His dad's a Navy guy, coached Navy football. He had that upbringing. If you're not yourself, people see right through it. People try to emulate Belichick, but there's only one, guys. Yep. No, that that's, no, that's a good call. I, I definitely agree, Rob. And I don't know what Patricia and B- Bill O'Brien and Romeo Cornell, you know, what their personalities are really like. But he's right about that. You got to be yourself, no matter People what you are. It. Yeah, People you see through it. They know right. if you're genuine or not. and Or, you know, always trying to act hard. And the other thing, right. too, Chris, let's just be honest. You got you. You know you can act a certain way and treat people a certain way when you're winning. You can't do that if you're losing. It well, ain't automatic. Rob Belichick failed in his first right. stint in Cleveland. Hey, failed he miserably. Was, people, people weren't. Hey, the media wasn't afraid of Bill Belichick. He didn't have any ammo. Oh no, Chris, they, they, in Cleveland. They, 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 they didn't went like after him at all. Absolutely. No, that's what I'm and, saying. He didn't have the, ammo. And look, uh, we, we're not getting into this topic, but he was struggling in in uh, New England until Brady came along. He just was. He was five and thirteen. So Drew in New Jersey, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Drew? Hey, I think the uh, the reason why a lot of these guys struggle is they don't have that Hall of Fame quarterback. The only one that has really been successful is the one that most people hate, Bill O'Brien. If you want to look at it, and he's been successful, he had. Deshaun Watson, but even before Deshaun Watson, he was making the playoffs. He had right. Penn State. He'd won with Penn State, and he, his name in the media, for whatever reason, because of what he did as a GM, is completely tarnished, even as a coach. Sometimes with, you know, that's the, why his you, GM that, moves, Rob. That's really why you don't want to be. Bo- that's why you don't want to be both. Like like wearing both hats. It's a it's a it's a it's a tough. 
gig. That's why there are two jobs, Chris, right. and that's why. You because- think you want it, but you don't. Right. The, the, the goals of both, even though you're trying to win, the GM is thinking long-term, and the coach is thinking win now. It's tough. Exactly, and that's why there's a rub. And I know Bill Parcells was one of those guys, if I'm making the meal, I want to buy the groceries. I get all that. But he was saying that, Chris, after he had won two Super Bowls. Right. Again, right. he had the cachet and the resume to be able to try to do that. You're uh, right. It just doesn't work for everybody. Russell, in Baltimore, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Russell? Hey, guys. Um, you guys have a gift. Your show is incredible. Thank you. Thank um, you, man. We appreciate it. Yes. You're welcome. Um, I agree with both of you. You articulated perfectly. The, the tree is, I would say, almost dead. The tree is the tree is, is horrible, except for one shining light, and that's Brian Flores. And and I, the reason why I think he, he – listen, I would be difficult to get along with, too, if I, if I said let's pick Justin Herbert and, and I was overruled and you picked Tua. And so every time I see Justin Herbert out there doing his thing, I, I'll be thinking this could be my guy, our guy. They would, got, they would be in the playoffs with that defense, and, and Flores can coach. I mean, who knows where they would be going. They may make it to the Super Bowl. So what do you guys think? Russell, let me ask you this. And I think that this is unfair, but I, I got to admit, this is where my head is, and this is why I hate the Rooney rule, Chris, and why I don't like it. But right away when I hear Brian Flores' name mentioned, like for the Bears, I just think, like, it's a token interview. Like, like he's not going to get hired. Like, despite what he did and Why? put out Why that you he think can't that? get a, I don't know. I just, because of the way the league has been and the lack of minorities and just the whole notion that they got to bring Brian in because otherwise they'll get fined. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, I don't know. Well, I, I don't think anybody I'm saying, likes I hate, the, the I hate that rule I think in an that. ideal world. I hate that I think this that. This is America where racism has existed no, and I, does. And it's necessary. And I, I hate to saying, say it, but it is. But I'm right saying, now. like, that's my thought when I hear his name right. mentioned for certain jobs. Eric Bieniemy no, still waiting for a job. No, because I think he's going to get a job. I think Flores. You I would think not so? be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. He's a good coach, Rob. I don't think he's going to get a job. He is year. a very good coach. Not and after I'll they put this, out all the re- after his name. Well, has already but here's been, the thing. And, and and look, you do look. I, was he? There was even a report in the Ringer. That, you know, he didn't get along with the GM, but also just the owner, there was, you know, tension there with Steven Ross because Ross liked Tua and, you know, he liked, obviously, like Justin Herbert uh, Flores. You got to get along with the owner. I mean, you can't just be antisocial. And I don't mean you have to always go out and kick it, but you, you can't be antisocial. Rob, you saw it in Detroit. Rick Carlisle's a good coach. Yep. I heard stories like the owner would walk in the weight room and Carlisle wouldn't even say a word to him. Yep. Or, and it's or, like, what? Or long-time you, employees, like, like throwing them out of practice. And yeah, Tom you, Wilson was, you can't do that. You, you can't, can't be that. But, Rob, I do think you can still be – I mean, you don't have to be – it's about winning. And I don't – if he doesn't get along with the GM, that's one thing. I, I don't know that that's fireable if you're winning. Yeah, but but but, but they I'm didn't like win. you get right. Well, well, you know what I, I mean, mean they like, were winning, but they were doing better than they should have been doing. No, I, I get you got to get I'm along just... with the owner, and I think Rob, uh, if you if you uh, the coordinators, that's what makes me gives me pause as well. Because it's not just he didn't get along with the owner, but the the coordinator too. He had issues. All right, Ephraim Salam will join us. We'll get into this with him, but first. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. My man got his own theme music. That's right. Uh. At West Coast, at Bay Area, at Too Short. Former NFL offensive lineman, Fox Sports Radio weekend host, our man Ephraim Salam. What up, brother? What's happening? How y'all doing? I'm great. Look, I'm on Twitter today, and I see the trailer for the Fresh Prince remake. And so I watch it, and it looks great. It shocked me and my daughters. I was texting with them about it, that it's it's not a comedy. I mean, I'm sure no, some no, of it no. will be it's funny, a, it's but a, it's a right. drama. And Ephraim, you were one of the writers for it. So first of all, congratulations, man. That is awesome. So tell us about it. So this is going to be more of a drama, right? It's not not the comedy that we're used to with The Fresh Prince. Well, yeah. I mean, we couldn't do it justice by remaking a comedy, right? Like, you, you it, it was pretty pristine the, the way uh, it was when we were, you know, younger, coming right. out and watching that. That's, that's our era, right? The, the freshness, the, you know, all of that. Like, Will right. Smith, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that was us. So you couldn't remake it in that same vein you couldn't do it justice and morgan cooper who uh, a couple years ago three years ago had an idea to see it through a dramatic lens and he used his own money and just shot a trailer for it and put it online and it blew up found will smith and the process began and i had the honor and the pleasure of uh, being one of the writers uh, to create this new fabulous world of, of bel-air through a, a one-hour dramatic lens Man, it looks awesome. I mean, did you see it, Rob? Did yeah. you see the? Yeah, yeah, it looks great. So, congratulations, um, man. That yeah, is, who did that's what? Fantastic. They do this. Uh, was it Soul Food? What? What? Um, somebody else did this with a show. I can't remember what I just saw. Yeah, I don't know what that is, What's but that? I know this one about to be fire. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, it's a series, right? It's not a movie. It's a series. It's a series. No, no, it's okay. a series. It's a ten episode, okay. uh, ten episode series on okay. uh, uh, premiering February thirteenth. The evening of the Super Bowl on Peacock. All right, great. So let's get to the football. Uh, Brian Flores, who did a good job as far as I'm concerned. Very good job. job. Yeah, so what do you make of this? I mean, you've probably seen the stories about he wasn't getting along with the GM, the owner, the Tua. Quarterback. Coordinators being fired left and right. Like, what do you make of this whole situation? Well, it just screams of dysfunction, right? Like, I I mean – for half the year, it was you couldn't let your quarterback get settled because every day, every week, we're talking about we're trying to trade you for a guy who may or may not be available to play. We found out now that he wouldn't be even available to play this year, but that's the value they saw in him and not in you. That's going to cause some d- dissension. And then, you know, with the with the coaching staff, the management, all of these things swarming this team and they they still end up having an okay year i mean they were Mm -hmm. in it right down to the to the end and those guys there's one thing he had them doing especially since he's been there they fight they will fight and they will come out and they will play hard it's just it screams of dysfunction because you got a guy who's who's a coach who can I, i obviously get guys to play no matter what the circumstances and you let them go how about the uh, uh, Joe Judge was fired uh, by the Giants and just another Bill 
uh, Belichick disciple that has failed. Not too many great uh, records from guys who have come from Bill Belichick. Romeo coaching. Cornell, Matt Patricia. Right. Um, what do you make of that? And are, are people, or some of these guys, is it time for us to stop hiring guys who work for Bill? Because it doesn't seem like uh, anything's rubbed off and it's not working. Well, well I'll tell you what. First of all, the expectations of a coach coming from underneath the, the Belichick regime, is they're extremely high. Everybody's looking for the next Belichick, right? We are, he knows everything Belichick knows, so let's bring him in. I've, I've said this, and I, I've said this a lot. A lot of people don't listen, but every good coordinator, offensive, defensive, special teams, every good coordinator doesn't make a good head coach. Right. And, and guys are so ready to be in control, get that pay bump, get all of these things, be able to run a team. It's the it's the, the 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 little things, right? You bring a defensive coordinator over who becomes the head coach. Now you can't just focus on the defense. You got to focus on special teams. You got to focus on offense. It's same thing with the offensive uh, coordinator. You got it, it's difficult. It, it takes more than just being great on one side of the ball because you've surrounded yourself. Uh, the, the team you were on when you were coordinated with other dynamic coordinators, other dynamic coaches, and when you step out on your own, you don't have that same dynamic and that same support system and more is asked of you. And if you don't have a quarterback, then you good luck. Let, uh, let me right. follow up on, on this about the coaching. Uh, Brandon Staley with the Chargers. I, I believe he should be on the firing line, and he's directly the cause on why – we're not going to see Justin Herbert and the Chargers in the playoffs. Uh, the game he coached against Kansas City going for it all the time in his own, uh, not kicking field goals when he should have. And then the game against the Raiders, uh, a couple of calls uh, there, Ephraim, where, what was it, fourth down at his 18? Fourth and two yeah. at his own. Fourth oh, yeah. and two oh, at yeah, the yeah. 18 oh, yeah. and just gave up three points. I mean, I understand you want to be hip and young and innovative, but, but come on. It. Yeah, that, that's not it, and you're absolutely right. Um, at the end of the year, the GMs they, they, and the owner, they bring you in and, and they have questions, right? Oh, well, how do you think we did this? You know, Personnel-wise, what are we looking for? What do we need? And let's go over some things that has transpired and we need some clarification right. uh, during the year, right? And then now they bring up these clips and these decisions you've made. You mentioned it first in the Kansas City game and then especially in this win-to-get-in game yes. with the Raiders. And you decide to do that. Those two things alone will get you fired because there's no way you can explain away the decision-making. And if you're making, as a head coach, decisions like that as an owner, as a GM, I can't not trust you, period. No matter how much talent you have around you, Justin Herbert is the next great quarterback. We all have seen that. We know what that is. Austin Eckler, that defense, all of those things, and you have the head coach putting the team in a terrible, terrible situation again and again with the decision-making, that's a recipe for disaster. See, so you're absolutely right. He should be fired. Wow. You're I'm the serious. first one to back yep. Rob up on that. I, I'm with you guys on his poor decision-making. I'd give him another year. I but, just think he hurt hey, the team, Chris. That's he, de- all. Like, he definitely hurt the team. I mean, you know. Those and he's supposed to be a good, defensive man. genius. 
And his defense was was one of the weak elements. Uh, yeah, terrible for the team. Well, you just can't, right. you can't go. You can't be confident enough in a coach in in these game situations. You don't know what he's going to do. Uh, you, you you can't. How what are we waiting for next year for him to make more bad decisions? Right. He's shown that that's what he's going to do. Nobody's gone for more on fourth down than the Chargers this year. I mean, these are this is embedded in what he does. And, and then the worst thing we only got th- we got twenty seconds. The worst part is he could have gone for it. Right, to go for two to win the game in regulation, Period. and then he whips yep. out on that one. It, it, it doesn't make sense, and you can't put your finger on it, and that's a detriment to your team and there's a disaster waiting to happen next year. All right, that's our man Ephraim Salam. Great stuff as always, Thanks, brother. Man. Absolutely, brothers. Y'all stay right. safe. Yep. Shekel City is next. Disaster How did Rob City, do what? last night? Yeah, Shekel <laughs> City just starting to get back on its feet again. Yep. And then, boom, Nick Saban also, uh, he's bad for college football. I'll explain next. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the iCouple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. I think it's still standing. If so, it's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. You got some nerve from one bad night. I've been rolling. You know I've been rolling. One bad night? Please. Would you end your marriage over one bad bad night? You have five bad nights. Two good ones, and you're like, I'm rolling. And then another, then the streak, the bad streak starts again, and you say, One bad night. All right, here we go. All right, check I'm just wondering how long we're going to continue this segment. I mean, my Soon goodness. to be sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. <laughs> Caesar loves it. If people are following me, right? They just built a new right. wing. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Last <laughs> night, I, I was riding high on Friday. I hit all three. Uh, and was feeling real good. The weekend made some money in Vegas when I was there, but uh, yesterday was not a good night. 0 for 3, uh, including the college uh, football championship. We'll talk about that. Um, but tonight, I'm going with the uh, Wizards minus 5.5, uh, hosting the Thunder. That's my Go best Thunder. bet. Go with the Suns minus 5.5 at the Raptors, and the T-Wolves minus 3.5 at Go the Pelicans. Go with the Pelicans. Whatever. <laughs> Be quiet. I'm trying to help the listeners, man, before they, they stop listening to the show. All right. My I'm goodness. telling you, uh, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I Thank bet God on. Again, Wizards, <laughs> Suns, and the Wolves. There you go. A little Shekel uh, City on this Trash Talking Tuesday. All right, Rob. Let's get to last night's game. Boy, were we wrong, huh? Yeah. Look, it was a good game. I mean, it was the first half was just, oh, it was boring. As dull as all half. get out, right? Yes, yes. But the second half got some excitement. It was closer than the final score indicated. Whenever you get a pick six in there, Chris, you know right. that that, that right. turns up the juice. Pick sixes Absolutely. are just like the best thing in football. And uh, uh, Rob, it was only the second 
let me get this right. The second lowest, it not only, it was the second least watched title game since 2005. That's incredible. incredible. And here's, I want to say this, and I, I teased it last segment that Nick Saban's bad for college football. I don't say this as a criticism of Nick Saban. I, I say it actually as a compliment. Rob, he is, he is so dominant, and I get it. They didn't win last night. But he's either winning the championship or in the championship game, at the very least, the playoff. And I know, I think, Rob, that the dominant, legendary coaches have always been good for college football. Bear Bryant, Woody Hayes, Bo Schembechler, Joe Paterno, even up to an Urban Meyer and some of these guys today. Like, that's always been good for college football, in my view. But, Rob, no one has won it and dominated like this. And even when Bear Bryant, who has six championships, that's second to Saban's seven, Bear Bryant's came over a period of like 20 years. Saban's won six in 12 years. And my point is that he's so dominant that he has created this feeling, I believe, this atmosphere of it's Alabama and everybody else. Oh, yeah, every year there'll be one other team that can play with them. And maybe they'll beat them. But it's basically Alabama and everybody else. They got the best coach. They got the best players. They get the best recruits. And, Rob, it almost feels like Golden State when they had Kevin Durant. And I think that is not great for the game. I mean, it's got to be spread out a little bit. No, and no doubt about it. Chris, how about this? And people think fans don't get tired of winning. In the 50s, the Yankees went to the World Series eight out of ten years, Chris. Did their attendance go up or down during the, their run? In, in New York. Years? In New York. Gosh, I, I'm going I'm to assume from your question that it went down, but that's amazing. You ready? Went down. 1950, they were averaging 26,000 fans, Chris. And remember, they're going to the World Series eight out of ten. That's 1950. Then it dropped down to 25,000, 21,000, 20, 19, 19, 19, 18. It went down. These are the years they were winning it. Yes. People don't – we all think we love it, but but it gets tiresome, Chris. The whole thing is that – you you don't want to know who's going to win. You really that that's that's what makes sports so special is that we well, don't know yeah. what's going to happen when it's so dominant. I mean, everybody obviously loved the Jordan dynasty, right? There are dynasties that people love, but even even with Jordan as dominant as as he was, Rob, I don't know. There was still a feeling that somebody's going to compete with him. Patrick right. Ewing in the Knicks, Reggie right. Miller, Barkley, like there was they, Barkley, I, like they they didn't they won Chris, but it wasn't a, a automatic every year. It right. wasn't. He never went seven in the finals, but still, I, it just you, I don't think pro dynasties are as bad in pro sports as they are in in college. But this is you know, and again, I don't blame Saban. Great for him, but we just need some competitiveness in it, and it's good that Georgia won. But still, it's all about Bama, baby. Two hours left. Keep it locked. Ah, couple Fox Sports Radio.